Hi everybody, this is Terry Loose and you're watching Heavy Metal Television. Yeah. Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken. And uh, if you are any kind of a hard rock and heavy metal fan over the last, I'm going to say 10 years to be nice, just because I don't want to show anybody's age of the, that we're all getting way old. But <laughs> if, you, if you've been a fan since the 80s, then you certainly know this guy. He was the uh, lead vocalist of XYZ. He's the lead vocalist for a while of Great White, and he's done some tremendous solo stuff. He's got a he's got a brand new uh, project band called Land of Gypsies, which is out on or just came out December tenth, and um he's just a he's one of the nicest guys that I know in the whole business. He is Mr. Terry Ellis. Terry, how are you? Hey, how is everything? Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, Terry, as I was telling you when we started, man, loving Land of Gypsies, man. It's 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 surprising for to me that a guy wow. like yourself, yeah. And that, can continually find little niches musically that you have not explored without right. changing your sound totally, man. That's a, that's a cool thing. Thank you. I, uh, well, it's, it's an album I always wanted to do. Um, when Francios contacted me, uh, asking me if I wanted to do a, an album, um, I, I, I said, yes and no. Uh, yes, because I, I've, it's a great label. I wanted to work with them, you know, uh, Mario and Sarf, you know, are great people. Sure. Uh, but no, because I didn't want to do your typical Frontiers record, which no disrespect, by the way. Uh, I, I love what they do and I, I I thank them for pushing that kind of music uh, when nobody else is doing that. So we have to realize that Frontiers is actually doing a, a lot of bands a favor, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, they're a big fan of the genre of that music, you know, so we have to thank them for that. But I didn't want to do an 80s album. You know, right. I said, I moved on from the 80s. I said, um, uh, I want to do what I want to do. And um, Mario was kind. He said, okay. <laughs> so, so he said, okay. So he put me in touch with a, a great producer, and him and I became friends, um, Fabrizio Grossi. I didn't know who he was before. Uh, and... Uh, I explained to him my point of view. I said, I want to do an album that's, I want to go back to my roots. Um, I want to do something a bit uh, early White Snake, early um, um, free, um, bad company, that kind of vibe, Humble Pie. Sure. And he said, that's great. I love that kind of music. I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, so it cannot be overproduced. It has to be very organic. One guitar, one, one bass. And he said, you got it. I got the guys for you. So he put me in touch with uh, Sergey and, and uh, Eric Ragnil and uh, AG on drums. And I said, those guys sound great. And um, he said, do you have any songs? I said, yes. So I presented a bunch of songs. And uh, he said, well, let's, let's demo them and see what's going to happen. So we demoed a bunch of songs, sent them to Frontiers. Um, they were a little bit puzzled at first, I have to be honest with you. Sure. Because they were like, well, it's not what... Well, it's not what, what they usually do, which is typical 80s, you know, big background vocals, you know. But um, they accepted the, 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 the songs, they accepted the, the, the vision, and I thank them for that, very much so. And um, and here we are today, uh, apparently uh, the album is doing really well. Uh, 
responded surprisingly very well. I mean, not I, 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 not that I didn't expect anything. Well, actually, no, I didn't expect anything, Chris. I had no idea. I, 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 I'm an artist, and I don't do music to please anyone but myself. I sure. Have, I'm, I'm, it's like masturbation, you know. I, I please myself, you know. It's like. Right. But I'm like, I don't care who's around, you know, you know, I do things for me first. Right. So I didn't do things for the media. I didn't think things for the label. I say, well, they don't like it. I I was prepared to even say, well, you don't like it. Uh, have a nice day. Uh, here's your money back. Okay. Really what I had in mind. And uh, Frontier was like, no, 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 no. I think it's, it's different. We like it. So I really enjoyed working with them and they have a great team. Um, Dustin is Dustin is doing wonderful as a PR person, and Nick is doing great promoting it. Uh, KJ is doing great, uh, surprisingly great, you know. So I'm very excited. Excellent. Well, you you know it's funny, Terry, because um, I've you know I, I've shared on Classic Metal Show. I've shared that that when I was talking to you and that we were gonna we were gonna talk about this new project. And first question everybody asks is, does it sound like X Y Z? That's the first question every time, and. I've been telling people, and you tell me if you think this is a good comparison or not. I've been comparing this a lot to the band The Firm, the the Jimmy Page and um and Water or Water. Yeah. Only I think that they went more in a bluesy direction with with their combination. Where I think you're more like a rock version of what The Firm was. It's definitely bluesy, but it has that rock tinged element to it. That that doesn't leave it to where you're you're falling off the path of what you're known for. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, that's your interpretation. It's fine with me. Uh, uh, I I didn't see it like that, uh, but uh, I certainly uh, uh, would accept it. Um, I um, it doesn't sound like a Z in a way that it's got the same backup vocals and guitar sound, but it does sound X Y Z in a way that it's got the same singer. Uh, we can still sing, and uh, sure. and uh, and uh, and it's got a uh, that you know. Honestly, to be honest with you, the very first X Y Z would have sounded like that, like this particular album I just released. If it wasn't for uh, the eighties and the big production by Don Darkin, uh, sure. but it wasn't Don's fault. It was the way I did at, at the time. This is what people wanted. But mm-hmm. when we did record our demo. First XYZ demo, the first XYZ demo sounded like something I just released. It was very raw. It was one guitar, no big backup vocals. It was more like a bad company thing. And once we got in the studio, they said, oh, no, no, you can't do that. You got to make it like uh, those big uh, backup vocals like everybody has in the 80s. And I said, really? And I said, uh, okay. So we went for that. But this is something that could have been released on the uh, pretty much so uh, on the first XYZ album. Seriously, sincerely, you know. Mm-hmm, so. Definitely. You know, you've mentioned Bad Company a couple times, and I have too. I want to point to one song in particular, which is by far my favorite song on the record, and that's the song "Trouble." That wow. is such a perfect. The, the riff is perfect. The 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 it's got that super thick groove like a bad company song did so talk a little bit about that one is that i have a feeling that's something you've had in your mind for a while that finally has come to fruition is that true? yeah I, i'm a huge 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 fan of paul rogers i mean i gotta be honest with you he's one of my idol uh when it comes to rock of course when it comes to music i have 
there's all kinds of singers I, uh, I admire and adore. Uh, but when it comes to rock, uh, David Coverdale and, and, and Paul Rogers are definitely my two favorite singers. Uh, there are the great singers, by the way, but those two are my top of my list, along with uh, Lou Graham. Always love Lou Graham. Uh, so um, it's got that feel. I always wanted to write a song like that. It's just like, it's just, you know, it's like when you're a kid and you, you, you want by yourself. I don't know if you're into cars, but I'm into cars. And then you're like, oh, one day I'll have a Camaro. I want, one day I'll have a 68 Camaro. Right. And then you come down to one day somebody's selling a car. Say, hey, by the way, my neighbor is selling a 68 Camaro. And you see yourself driving that car. You're like, holy cow. And he's selling it for cheap. I'm going to buy it. So here you go, owning a 68 Camaro. Well, it's a little bit like that for me. When the song came out, I heard the riff, and the, the, you know, the music. And I'm like, this is the way I want to make it sound. And Fabrizio, I have to give a lot of credit to my producer. You know, sometimes producers can ruin a band, sure. ruin an album. In this particular uh, case, it was not the case. Uh, Fabrizio took the, the, my songs, my vision, to a total different level. Uh, I, I was, it was so much fun working with him. First of all, he's Italian and I'm originally from France and Spain. Sure. So all we did is, to be honest with you, we talked about food <laughs> <laughs> and soccer. That's all we did. <laughs> we talked about food, prosciutto, cheese. And we were like talking about, Hey, what's your favorite cheese, man? <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> that's basically what we were talking about. Uh, I even told him, I said, I wonder if Frontier is going to send me a, some of this best Italian coffee that they have over there as a gift for my Christmas party. That would be so nice. That's all we talked about. And then in between takes, he would say, oh, uh, let's do another vocal. I said, let's do another. Okay. That was basically the, the vibe when we recorded the songs. It was like, I've never recorded anything like it. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun and, and fast. Oh my God. I would go there. I would bring the song. He would say, what do you have today? I said, well, I have this song. Okay. So I present the song at work. He said, all right, you have any lyrics? I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, let me call JK, my friend JK Northrop, who wrote the lyrics. So I would call JK. I said, okay, I'm going to send you the track and uh, I need lyrics by tomorrow morning. He's like, all right. So I would send him the song, a quick demo. And uh, in mean, meanwhile, we would send the track to, to Sergey in, in, in overseas. Okay. And he would, well, first we sent it to AJ, the drummer, who would do the drums within like an hour. So okay. done. And then I would send the track to, to Sergey, who's somewhere in Serbia or whatever he was in Canada. I don't know. We didn't know, I didn't know where he was. Right. That's the guitar track. By the morning, I would show up and everything was finished. Guitars, bass. Fabrizio would record the bass. One take. Doom, doom. One take. It's done. Mm -hmm. He's that good of a guy. And I've never worked like that in my life. So that's fun. Sure. Definitely sounds like it. Now, you mentioned JK and you've obviously worked with JK for a long time now what what is it about him and you that clicks so well i mean it, it just seems like you two have that that whatever that thing is that a guitar player and a singer tend to have where they just click every time is that fair? it's uh yes we uh him and i are not only best friends but also we i think we have a mutual admiration for each other um and, and that starts with that i i really um admire his talent as a songwriter, uh, as a um, guitar player, of course, and also as a human being. Him and I have a lot in common when it comes to politics, when it comes to life in general, raising our kids and everything. We have the same vision. Um, so that makes him a very, very close friend of mine. And of course, when we write songs, because I respect him so much and vice versa, 
we're not afraid to say to push each other's boundary meaning okay we're working on we're going to release i can tell you the truth we're going to be releasing a bunch of songs next year Okay. And it sounds pretty much like what XYZ should have been on the third album, pretty much. We have the same vibe, kind of phase down in the Gala vibe, okay. continuation of Hungry. So this is what we wrote, because I wanted to do that. I said, let's, let's get that that um, phase down in the Gala kind of vibe. And, and Jeff and I wrote the music lyrics. Actually, Jeff wrote the, uh, the, the lyrics on that songs. And um, so... There is a mutual admiration, but we push each other's boundary. Meaning, if I don't like something, I'm not afraid to tell him that guitar. Sure, that's good, but you can do better, you know. And he's like, and he gets really, he's like, but he takes it in a nice way. He's not afraid to to say, okay, I'll come back. And it's the same for me. He said, those vocals are good, but I think you can do better. And there's mutual admiration and no no disrespect. So, um, we we push each other to the point where, you know, I think we. We get along so well that here we are, another album coming up. Next year, we're going to be releasing a bunch of singles. We're not going to do albums. We're going to do singles, one single at a time. Uh, every month, you will have a new single. Okay, excellent. Is, is that is that just because of the way music moves today, or is it is it just something you want to try because you haven't done it that way before, or why? Both. I think it's, uh, it's a good question. I think it's because the music scene has changed, and also... Um, it's because we haven't tried that. I think uh, they say today is uh, here today, gone today, basically. Yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, Chris, there's so much, so many great bands out there, so many, uh, so much information on the internet that when you release an album of 12 songs for that quick moment, you're somebody or your people are talking about you and then they forget about you. But if you release a song every month, every month they're going to be talking about you. At least that's what I hope to achieve. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. We talk about this topic all the time on the CMS and it's, it's because it's, it's the double-edged sword. I think, I think it really almost depends on the age of the person. Cause like me, I'm 53 years old and I'm telling you, singles are very hard for me to remember. You know, it's hard for me. Steven Piercy does singles a lot. You know, he, he releases singles here and there. And I, I big fan of Steven friend with Steven couldn't tell you a name of one of them just because I forget them fast because it's not 12 songs that I dug sunk my teeth into that said, I'm 53 years old. I came up in the time that you did when, when you grabbed an album, you memorized every word on the cover. You knew who the producer, the engineer, the guy that played one single note, of tambourine on it, you know, you knew who it was, you know, it's, it's such a different time, you know, and I don't know that there is a right answer to it. I think we just have to, kind of do just what you're doing take a chance with it and see see how it plays out no yeah i'm gonna try that see how it pans out and we'll see uh the first songs coming out sometimes i have to be um i have to time everything because i have uh, frontier is going to be releasing another single in february okay. sure. and a new video we just shot a video sunday uh it's going to be released in, in i was told it's going to be released in february and this is a song video for the song rescue me so I, I have to time. I don't want to. Uh, um, I don't, I don't want to put too many things at the same time out because I also have other songs as well that I have recorded a little bit more. Believe it or not, a little bit more country. Okay. Uh, yeah, rock country, and um, I have this album. It's, it's in the can. It's ready to go. So I, I want to release that as well. So I have to be careful. I don't want to be everywhere. People are gonna say. But the thing about me is. 
And it's good and bad. The thing about me is I love so many genres of music. Uh, I'm a fan of so many different things. And um, I, I, I want to do what I want to do as an artist, meaning, again, I, I do things for myself. So mm -hmm. I wanted to record songs that were a little bit more acoustic slash country. But country, I don't mean like twinging, but just using slide and, and dobro and all that stuff, you know, and, and organic. I wanted to do that. So it's ready to go. The album is ready to go. When will I release that? I don't know because I got so many rock things coming up and then XYZ coming up and things. I don't know how it's going to pan out, but I, I, I like to do it. Then I still want to do my Latin band. Right. I have another album ready to go. Uh, I don't know, dude. Um, I, I, I don't, as an artist, it's important to be open-minded and, and uh, it's like sex. You can't, you cannot do the same position every day. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you could, but <laughs> <laughs> you could technically, yes, <laughs> lean down on your back saying, Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very nice. Well, well, Terry, um, obviously, man, the, the big news with you over the last four or five years was leaving Great White, and I'm not, I do not want to get into a whole Great White discussion, okay. it, it is what it is. I'm after doing it though you you know you stepped into a band and and obviously jack russell a huge huge part of that band whether he's in the band or not it, and then you stepped into it and now mitch has stepped into it my question to you is is it possible to outlive the glory of a past member of a band like that i mean i i saw you do it i mean i saw you performing it you did very well i mean the, sh the shows that i saw were were excellent but 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 I don't think I I think if you would have written the ten best songs that the band ever had, people would still be like, oh, you know, fly, or the Angel Song or or Once Bitten Twice Shy. You know, they they never. It seems like anybody, not just you, but anybody that steps into that position, with the exception of Van Halen, can never get over the hump of the previous guy. Is that? Totally agree with you. It doesn't matter who you are. Even if Robert Plant would have sang for Great White, it would have never made a difference. Um, after a few weeks, somebody would have said, well, you know, you know, which I understand. I actually understand. I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, especially when at one point I was thinking about quitting XYZ, somebody wanted to replace me, a well-known singer and a dear friend of mine. And he said to me, he says, you know what? I really want to do it, but it's, it's, it's suicide. I mean, nobody's going to like me anyway. Although, although the guy's a great singer, by the way. Um, it's very difficult to replace somebody. That's why when I replaced um, Jack, and by the way, Jack's a friend of mine, so I had no problem. Jack and I talked about it. I didn't want to be a clone. I didn't want to sound like him. I said, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm still going to respect the songs and the structure of the songs and the mel melody more, but I'm going to give it my own twist because I cannot be you because I'm not you. I'm, I have my own sound. I, we don't sing the same way, sure. in a way that I'm much more bluesy than he is and at the same token very heavy because i like heavy stuff too um he's got a different tone of voice he's got a beautiful voice uh, so your question is it possible to outlive that yes and no it, i think it only happened to two bands as far as i'm concerned one is acdc because yeah. singer died there was no no choice he, they said to the fan well it is what it is mm -hmm. the other one is van halen but if you really listen to van halen 
Although I love Sammy Hagar and I'm a huge Sammy right. Hagar fan, you know, personally, I, I, I think he's, he's fantastic as a person and as an artist. Most people will always prefer oh, yeah. the first album. They say, oh, there's nothing. It's a different sound. They sold more album with Sammy than they sold with David. But how, believe it or not, the fans rather listen to the first songs. Sure. Um, the reason they sold so many more albums after that because they were able to reach a different audience. Mm-hmm. Well, they added they added Sammy's fans. They added, yeah. you know, which were not necessarily crossover fans at the time. Yeah, so, but also added they were mainstream. The song was a little bit more pop in a way, sure. and they were able to do. They were being played on the radio, rock, mainstream pop radio, AOR, which before that Van Halen was more like a. a I wouldn't say uh, 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 underground band, not at all. They were super famous, but they were different artists, more rock, more raw. Right. And um, so they did that. Um, but to this day, if you really listen to his interviews, he almost has to apologize. He always has to justify right. himself. And it's really sad because honestly, he shouldn't because he's what he did with Van Halen is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the fans will always say, well, I like the first Van Halen banner. You know, it's much better. You know, first Van Halen is so good, you know. Well, yeah, it's great. It's it's when I first heard Van Halen, I was like, "Holy cow!" You know. Sure. When I listened to what Sammy did with uh, uh, Van Halen, it's more song oriented, mm-hmm. not necessarily groundbreaking technique. Uh, the first Van Halen album was out of this world. You know, mm-hmm. like listening to Jimi Hendrix is like, "Holy shit!" You know. Right. So, can you outlive? Yes and no. Uh, I did my best with Great White. Sure. I had a a great time. I had uh, nine years, three albums. I had a wonderful eight years. I would say the last year was difficult, but um, I had a wonderful time. I I don't regret joining the band. It was difficult at first. Um, I did my best. Um, We did over 560 shows together. And I would say the last five years, 80% 80% of the shows were sold out. Sure. We, we played in front of 40,000 people. We played, we, the fans were very happy. The, the, especially the last album was really, really good and getting great reviews. And, and then they decided to, to do what they did, you know, uh, which is fire me, which is, you know, it's okay, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that the albums that you did, Full Circle was great. I, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly thought Full Circle was one of the most underappreciated records of the last five years by fans that would enjoy that. That's a that's a great record full of great songs. Elation? Oh, I don't no, know. I'll just tell you. Per, per, I, I, you know what? I agree with you because Elations, I was forced to to do an album just like Great White would do, which is yeah. an early Great White album. And I was like, well, I don't sound like Jack Russell. So they said, oh, no, you have to sound more like Jack Russell. But I'm not Jack Russell. I love Jack, but I'm not him. So I was more holding back, holding back, holding back. Even in songwriting, I had to write, because I write music. So I had to write a certain way, thinking, okay, well, they usually write kind of a Johnny Beagle way, like a E major, A, uh, a E major, A major, C, uh, B. You know, that's the way they write. They're very, you know, rock and roll. No disrespect, that's the way they write. So I had to write that way, which I was not used to that. Um, Elation uh, was that good, but not the way I, I wanted it to be. When I was asked to do the last album, Full Circle, and I went in the studio starting writing the music and lyrics, I uh, 
I said, okay, what is doing an album that that's gonna be something great white should be proud of. And then we did that album produced by Michael Wagner and it went very well. The, the reviews were really, really good. Uh, I thought it was a great album. Um, I, I wrote songs with my partner, J.K. Northrop, and I presented the song to the band. I said, here are the songs. And uh, in fact, four songs of the album were written by J.K. and I. Okay. But, uh, and, you know, we had to include the guys in as far as the songwriting, but what people don't know is the songs were already written. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it goes like this the way it is, you know. Anyway, uh, long story short, um, it doesn't matter how good the album was, but people would have always said, yeah, he's not Jack Russell. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the unfortunate, the unfortunate thing. But nobody's going to say that about the new release, Land of Gypsies, and the name of the band is also Land of Gypsies. And, uh, Terry, where should we tell people to go to uh, to get this release and to um, – follow you and keep up with you with all not only with land of gypsies but with the solo stuff and everything else thank you well they can go to instagram of course terry elus on instagram they can go to facebook instagram and uh, of course there's a site um uh, to buy the album they have to go to the uh, uh frontiers music site because i don't i don't sell the album they sell the album sure. um but uh you know uh, i'm really happy with this album i love the album cover well, uh, I love the way they're promoting the album. I'm very surprised, very happily surprised. And, um, you know, it's a great thing, you know. It's a really, really, it's a good album, you know. Um, I'm pleased, you know, to go back to Great White, to be honest with you, it was a good thing because I was able to move on. Sure. And sometimes when you, you, you at first, you, you, somebody dumps you like that, like an old girlfriend, like you feel like a, an old pair of shoes. You're like, really? What did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. You know, which right. honestly, I didn't do anything wrong. I never fucked anybody's wife or I never did, I never stole money or anything like it. Right. Just, um, I'm a songwriter and I have a strong personality and uh, I know what I don't want in life. So it's, I guess obviously it bothered someone in that band and uh, they decided to uh, do what they did, but they actually, I had great years with them. I thank them so much for the opportunity. I thank the fans. And um, they did me a huge favor because I was able to move on. I was able to, 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 to dig inside myself, you know, when you when I was kind of sad at first because I lost money and I lost, I didn't know what, what I did wrong. I said, what did I do wrong? You know, uh, which I never knew because I never talked to anybody. I just received an email. That's what I received. Ugh. I just said, email, have a nice day, you're fired. So uh, long story short. So right. honestly, um, i got to be honest with you, they did me a huge favor because I was able to dig inside of me and said, okay, Terry, you can do it. You can, you've been through hell. You can do it again. So I did it and I released this album. I have uh, lots of uh, things coming up with uh, uh, XYZ, with uh, um, JK, and I'm doing um, – uh, voiceover for for a new film, you know, right. doing that, so that's big money. And you know, you move on. It's just like having a girlfriend that dumps you. What are you gonna do? Just think about her every day? No, you gotta find another girlfriend that's 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 pretty, that's nice, and and that's that that treats you right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The yeah. important thing in life is to be treated right and to treat other people right. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're lesser, if you feel like you're 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 never the number one then why would you want to stay with that person anyway? Exactly. Oh, exactly right, man. 
Well, one more time, Terry, Land of Gypsies is the release. It's out now. And uh, check it out, people. I'm pretty sure you'll dig it. And uh, Terry, thanks, as always, for joining me here on Critica Presents. Thank you very much. You take care of yourself. Happy New Year's. And uh, I wish you health and, and all the good stuff you wish in life. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Hand job. <laughs>